Welcome back to another installment of the Brick House Podcast. I am Joseph Brennan, sitting here with the lovely Andrew Pissarro. Uh, happy Sunday. Happy, I haven't done this in a while. Happy Lazy Bob Marley Sunday. It was. I didn't play with your dog, but I sat on my couch, watched soccer, listened to a bunch of the Bob Marley greatest hits, and just sunk into my couch for like an hour. And it was great. It was really peaceful. Highly recommend. The vibe for Bob Marley Sunday is you sitting on your couch with multiple screens, doing nothing, preferably incense burning or a nice candle. That's the aroma. That's what I want you to think about. How was your Sunday, Joe? My Sunday was great. I uh, played and recorded music for about seven hours. But I will say my head was freezing today because it's wintertime. And unfortunately, I, uh, I cut off my beautiful golden locks. worried about that by the way follow us on twitter and instagram at brickhouse pod with no c at andrew Pissarro at ba-da-da-da-da-da. i was worried when you cut your locks and i had to take on the responsibility of having the longest hair on the podcast because that's a thing we do now that you might lose your podcasting ability and like all of your strength and greatness and everything that we put into this podcast was going to also get snipped away like your your haircut recently well andrew let me tell you you better sleep with one eye open because the midnight the midnight barber <laughs> is coming for you. Well, who cuts people's hair in the middle of the night? I do. They call me the Midnight Barber. Yeah, well, that's an infringement of people's liberties. Is it? Yeah, so don't ever be doing that to me. I do do it to you. What? I need to know who made you cut your hair, and I need to know who was the happiest that you cut your hair. Actually, it was on my own will, because that shit is... I don't know how people do it, but that shit is so hard to maintain. Like, yeah, it looked great. Like, the days that I actually took care of it, it was fantastic. But, like, shit gets fucking naughty, and, like, I never went through so much shampoo in my life. So, it was all on me. But Did you upgrade on shampoo during the long hair? And, like, what would you recommend to anyone like myself who's going to grow their hair out longer now? Yes, actually. I mean, barbers could be closing soon. So, what, like, give us the down low here, bud. So, a good friend of mine actually gave me, like, a special conditioner for my hair. Mm -hmm. It's, like, this Brazilian carrot, like, coconut kind of shit. And like, yeah, where do I get that? Uh, I think you just buy it at like any fucking store. Okay. All right. Well, we'll talk off pod. Or if you want to know about this, hit us on hit us with an IG DM and we got you. We'll give you Joe's secret sauce. Don't don't eat it though. It's it's not that kind of sauce. <laughs> <laughs> on a side note though, one person told me to crack an egg in my hair, and uh, it's good for your scalp. But I I didn't waste what? I, yeah, I didn't waste any eggs on my hair. <laughs> That's good. I'm egg, proud of egg you. Egg are going up, man. Um, All right, so who was the happiest that you cut your hair? Oh, my mother, clearly. I, I surprised her. So it was like a, a Wednesday, I think. I got my barber, went to my barber shop, got it cut, went home, and went to the back door. And she didn't know who the fuck was at the back door. <laughs> she was like <laughs> peeking through the blinds like, who the fuck is this? And then she opens the door, and I've never seen her so happy. At least in like the past like two years. All right. Well, I'm I'm proud of you. You made your mother you made your mother happy in, in a time of the year where it's very difficult to do that. But let's make everybody happy, Joe. It's time for top of the queue. What have you been up to? So recently, I've been listening to a lot more house dancey kind of music. There's this guy by the name of Jitwan. That's J I T W A N. Uh, he has this song called "Sun After Rain," and it sounds like it could be. Like played in Studio Fifty Four, like back in the seventies, early eighties, a uh, real, real hot club banger. There's this other track, more electronic, like kind of dance called uh, "Daydreaming." It's by this guy named Brijan, B-R-I-J-E-A-N. I believe he's on Ghostly Records, and a complete one eighty. 
this band Idols, they released a track earlier, or a whole album, yeah, Ultra Ultra Mono. The album fucking slaps. Earlier in the year, and I liked it a lot when it came out, but I revisited it, and if you haven't listened to it, check out the song Mr. Motivator. That song fucking destroys. I know I said I wasn't, I was going to stop cursing so much, but... Yeah, we've been cursing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's we'll we'll talk about that in a minute. But I got a problem. But admittance is the first the first step. War also rips off of that album. Uh, it's, yeah, Ultra Mono, which came out earlier this year. It's not a my I I listened to that as well. I saw it on a recommended list of rock albums that should have gotten nominations but didn't. I feel like we should just bleep out that word in post production because I just want to say, and we'll keep it here on three, two, one. Fuck, fuck the, the Grammys. Grammys. Yes. Uh, we're leaving that in. Don't clean that out. There's a bunch of bands that just didn't get nominations for the Grammys. No one's surprised about it this year. So here on this podcast, we were no longer acknowledging the authority of the I feel like maybe we should start giving out the brickies and like giving out our own awards for stuff. That's a great idea. Yeah, for should our we favorite artists, we'll just mail them a brick with, with a picture of yeah. us taped to it. Asking them to sign it and send it back to us for our studio that we're going to build one day. Yeah, they can keep the brick, but we need the pictures back. No, I want the brick back because that how else, we're going to use that for the structure to build the studio. Okay. They're going to sign the picture of themselves. So they can keep the picture of us. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, why they're, it's going to go in their wallet, you know? Like, why would they? Of course. Yeah, because. Come on. Right, obviously. We're now best friends with them. Duh. So, Andrew, what else have you been listening to other than uh, the best punk band of 2020? So, I've been listening to... Eve's Tumor, Heaven to a Tortured Mind, and that album, which Joe apparently talked about earlier in the year back on season two of this podcast, and I, being who I am as a person, didn't listen to all of the things that he recommended, and let me just tell you, I fucking love it, and it might be one of my favorite favorite things from the entire year, Kerosene. I have listened to Kerosene and just sat and looked at my ceiling and contemplated life, and it's a perfect song whole album rips and uh joe i just want to let you know that you were right again uh, ahead of the game on a lot of things this is what he is he's a musical savant if you think you're gonna pull one over on him i very rarely see my boy myth so send your top fives of the year try to come for the king i guarantee you he has heard something from your top five unless it's country that's that's all i'll say about joe but yes uh that album was fucking amazing i did listen to i was listening to that so much and using spotify radio because it's awesome and I found this rapper named Mike, who is a very like Earl Sweatshirt type lo-fi rap vibes, which is amazing. Um, I've been really feeling his stuff a lot. I was listening to one of my favorite tracks from him was Hunger, which is off his 2017 release. But his 2020 release, Way to the World, was really good. I'm really excited to like, dig in his, more of his stuff. He's just got this like really cool, chill, lo-fi rap vibe that I've really been digging. And... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like we haven't done an episode in a while, so there's so much that I do want to, that I I've been listening to. It's difficult to to come down to a list. Before we move on any further, Andrew, is there anything that you want to uh, you want to address to our listeners? I want to amend the record for the last episode because there were two things that I've said in the last couple episodes, and I'll start with I do like Black Sabbath. I listened back to the episode, and I got the inclination that if you don't know me personally, you would think I don't like Black Sabbath, but I fucking love Black Sabbath and acquiring paranoid on my like 15th birthday was like an achievement of my life which is weird to say but uh that album's perfect what i was trying to say is that i haven't listened to every black sabbath album all the way through so i wouldn't describe myself as like a black sabbath expert but i do love what i've i've listened to if that makes sense so that i want to correct that 
And then going back to our Grateful Dead conversation and how how I couldn't name three Grateful Dead tracks, I kind of forgot that Scarlet Begonias by my favorite band, Sublime, which isn't by them. It's actually by the Grateful Dead. So I wanted to make sure that people know that I could name three Grateful Dead tracks, but I did have to stop myself from purchasing a sick Grateful Dead t-shirt recently. And that brings me back to my... Oh, the one that was $500? Uh, no, this one was only like 30 bucks. My dad, shout out my dad, we have to put this out on IG. My dad loved our commercial on last the last podcast so much that he made all of his friends call into our hotline and tell us what, like to, to comment and how they were going to sign up for drunk phone calls to my dad. So he's going to have to take a lot of phone calls and we're going to have to figure out this out. But uh, look out for Instagram, we'll put that up there. All right, well, that, that finishes amending the record. Joe, I hope you're sitting down. We need to talk about Guitar Center, and it's it's going uh, bankrupt. I declare bankruptcy! Well, before you talk about that, I need to tell you, I filed for bankruptcy this past week because I spent my entire life savings on all these hot deals that Guitar Center is having because they're going into bankruptcy. Bankruptcy! Okay. How do you feel as a guitarist about Guitar Center going into bankruptcy. For those of you who don't know Joe, the number one place I, will, I hate bringing Joe is Guitar Center because it's impossible to get him in and out of there. It's like it's like a basic white woman named Karen and going to Target. You, she walks in there. She is not coming out for three hours. It's like it's like when I was like two years old and my Aunt Marge had to crawl into the ball pit to get me out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah, pretty the much that. The same Aunt Marge that bought me clothes for my seventh birthday. Or was it underwear? One it of was two. one of those. It was definitely the underwear that Love was you, on this podcast. Yeah. yeah, it's impossible to get Joe Brennan out of a out of a guitar. Center. It's it's like if you're a musician, it's the best place. It's like fucking close to heaven if you're like a musician. You can go in, play drums, even if you don't know how to play drums. You could fucking DJ. You can play the guitar. You could slap it a bass. I slap it up, Yeah. So, uh, am I? But heard, am I sad that Guitar Center is going out of business? Yeah, are you, are you big sad? Not really, because there's plenty of other guitar stores, and I'd much rather support mom and pop kind of guitar stores, but it's... But do they have the variety that you're usually looking for when you go in there as a guitarist to noodle around? That's the thing. Like, it's... I'm stuck in the middle, because, like, I would rather support the the small business, but Guitar Center offers such a awesome variety of guitars and possibilities there that... I would hate to see them falter and submit. Why are they going broke? Is it because of the pandemic or is it just because people aren't playing music enough? People are playing a lot more music, especially during the quarantine. Yeah, it's, it's fucking because it's hard to make money during a fucking pandemic. That really sucks. I will say I, I do feel bad for a lot of the places that are closing down right now. Uh, make a vaccine. I would just like to get back out and um, live my life. Uh, speaking of places that are trying to like make a little money these days... Brickhouse, your favorite podcast about music, entertainment, and other asinine tomfoolery, has a presenting sponsor this week. From the makers of BrickFits and Brick Juice, we bring you the latest in high-end, nutritional-filling breakfast. Brick Flakes. Your kids are going to love it. Side effects include falling in love with Kurt Cobain, chain-smoking Viceroy cigarettes, referring to everything as John's. Call 917-740-6429 for more info. That's 917-740-6429. Two nine. I really hope when the brick flakes show up for people that there's like a cartooned picture of the two of us eating it, and it's like little cereals, little like cereal pieces shaped like bricks. That's what I want. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then, what animal should we have be the like, you know, 
as brick flakes grow, like our Tony the Tiger or Toucan Sam, like what would we have? We need like a like a big ass disgusting like city rat. <laughs> I'm down for that. Well, I mean that's got it's kind of got Ratatouille vibes, but that's okay. He was cool. No, 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 because he's like he'll be like a Brooklyn like rat, not like a French rat. Okay, so backwards hat and a gold chain or a beanie. Backwards hat, like a buck tooth. Yep. Definitely a gold chain. He has to have like cuffed jeans. Yep. Minus the gold chain you just described my outfit for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. It is that time of the year where we like to consider the fact that we're out in December. Christmas is right around right around the corner. Last year we did favorite movies for Christmas. Year before that we did our favorite Christmas tracks, which we need to bring back the uh, playlist because that is probably one of our best playlists that we've ever done. No top five this year, but we're going to discuss some of our favorite Christmas traditions. One of my all-time favorite things to do around Christmas time is to man the keg at the annual Christmas house party. You're like the gatekeeper, and you get to converse with every single person that wants to drink and or get drunk at the Christmas party. And also, the Christmas party, that Christmas party is usually smaller, so you really do get to converse with everyone, but you also have all the power. Like, manning the keg back in the day, you were you were in charge. Plus, you had beer right in front of you. Yes, it was, as, as, as we, we did... One for this guy, one for that guy, one for that guy, one for Joe, one for me. Rinse, repeat every 15 minutes. And uh, that's how you have a pretty good Christmas party, and you don't end up with a raging headache the next day. Definitely didn't happen. Um, speaking, I don't know about that. Speaking of the Christmas, the keg, um, it's got to be an ugly sweater party or no dice. Like, I love an ugly sweater party. I have an Alex Ovechkin ugly sweater. I have a beer pong ugly sweater. It's part of the allure. Like, I don't know. It's it's There's something amazing about buying a quality ugly sweater. And I, what I like now is that you're seeing a lot of the ugly sweaters move into the crew neck style. So you can honestly wear it starting in like mid-November and you wear it to like mid-January. So it's not just like a, oh, I wear this to like the company Christmas party. Like, no, the, the move to the crew, the crew neck is such a good look. Keeping on Christmas ugly sweaters, mm-hmm. ugly Christmas sweaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love going to Salvation Army with three or four of your best friends. And you just browse through and try and find the ugliest fucking sweater. Oh, that that's such that's such a great part of the adventure. It's almost you almost make it a game, and in the, the terms of like who can find the best one, and like no one spends more than seven dollars. It's it is a great Christmas tradition. This one is also similar to your keg thing. Have you ever had a haircut around Christmas time? Well, we, you kind of did, but I just did. Okay, all right. I meant the drinking thing. No, never. What, okay. what is a, a drinking haircut? So I had heard about this before, but didn't experience it until I went to one of my friend's parties. They get a bottle of peppermint schnapps and a bottle of Hershey's chocolate syrup. And they did it over. They had the banister going down the stairs and you kind of went up to part of the banister and you open your mouth and they pour in like a shot of peppermint shot, a schnapps and a squirt of chocolate syrup. And then you shake your head back and forth, like mix it around and then you drink it, and it tastes like a peppermint patty. Some people call it a peppermint patty shot. I've always heard of it as haircuts because you shake your hair around. Did they ever miss your mouth? I put some in my mouth. Um, I did. Like, I do have video of me doing this, and there's like a like a little bit of chocolate syrup in my beard. But no, I never had an issue. We we always had a very good person pouring. But yeah, I feel like that was the biggest concern going into it, is because you 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 know there's there's a really good opportunity for people to mess up, but. The other thing about peppermint stops, it's like 14 to 20% alcohol. So it's not, you can do a lot of them because it's not like a, doing a real shot. Yeah. What are, what are your other Christmas specials, Christmas <laughs> traditions, Joe? A little more homey. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I love stuff. I love stuffing my face with uh, cinnamons on or cinnamon rolls on Christmas morning. It's a tradition that my mother makes uh, cinnamon buns after we open our presents. We do. Uh, we do a coffee cake. Um, we actually, so we usually go to church at night and then have like a big meal and then open presents. And so, uh, but my mom always does a coffee cake, but uh, same vibe. I was going to say, I mean, all the whole food at Christmas time is the best, mainly the, like, the Italian cookies, like the little ones that don't, that aren't the full size of a cookie. So you just eat like a billion of them. Cause it's like, it's not like a regular chocolate chip cookie. It's like, Oh, I can just have three. It's like, I end up eating like 15 of these because they're so small and that they're my favorite. I, the small Italian, the Italian desserts on Christmas. My mother, every year she makes at least seven to 10 tins of Christmas cookies. I easily put on five pounds between yeah. Thanksgiving and New Year's. Get in my belly! Come on! Yeah, it's it's a it's a situation. Um, I mean, the the we said it last year, but the I do enjoy the Christmas movies, not the like Hallmark Lifetime ones, but give me Santa Claus, all the animated like old school Rudolph the Rendo's Reindeer. Give me all of that. It's also a great time of year for an ice luge. Please explain. I mean, we've been to parties that they've had an ice luge. I actually don't know if I've ever done an ice luge, but I've been at a place where they've had them. I just didn't want to do it because I kind of got there late. Uh, you know what I mean? I've I've definitely been to parties with ice luges as well. I might have, but I, I couldn't tell you. It's it's so long ago, man. It's, it's blurry. I'll say this, though. Is there a bad time of year for an ice luge? I feel like it's good... In the round Christmas, it's great in the summer and the spring. So I guess maybe the fall and non-Christmas time. Nah, I feel like any time of year, I feel like summer would be the worst time because it would melt. Yeah, but it would make everything more, like, colder. I don't know. It depends. Should we? We need a first official brick house party. We're getting an ice Well, let's, 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 uh, let's try it. First official brick house party. We have to have an ice You can buy an ice Like, it's not the most expensive thing, apparently. Can you rent an ice luge? We it melts. So you can't so, return it. No. But what if you bring it back before it melts? I don't know if they could use it again, though. Well, they just put like a new layer of ice on top. All right, there are ice luge things that you can buy on like Amazon. I just don't know where we would get that much ice. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think you could really make one in our our. You need like a real freezer, like a. I, I know a guy. Freezer. I know. A you guy. got a guy. I got a guy. Yeah. You got a guy. I mean. That'd be pretty cool if we could pull off doing an ice luge. Yeah, people call him the Ice Man. All right, any other Christmas traditions, Joe? Just the the normal the normal stuff. Watching uh, It's a Wonderful Life, eating a lot of lasagna and filet mignon, and just, I mean uh, the Christmas not having Christmas party this year just fucking sucks. Like I love I don't know why Christmas parties are are the best, but you know, like there's always the office party. There's the one you have with your friends. There's that like random friend from college who does like an ugly sweater party. I just feel like this time of year where we're all supposed to be enjoying the end of the year and, and just not having any of it is, I mean, Christmas is so important that they delay, that they made a football game happen in the middle of the day so that we could all nation, nationally watch the lighting of the New York City Christmas tree. This is very true. Well, thank you again for listening to another installment of the Brick House podcast. Catch us next time where we talk about our favorite television and movies from 2020. I am Joseph Brennan sitting here with Andrew Pissarro. It's been real. Peace. And this is my house.